Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. podcast this is your host josh keely with me is donovan james donovan we have a very special episode today one that you constructed all by your lonesome and texted me and i thought it was a great idea first things first before we dive into the good stuff the fun stuff uh did you watch josh gordon make his debut in the fan control football league this past saturday I did not, but I listened to Barstool on the way to work every morning, and uh, I listened to part of my take, and I heard about it. <laughs> I didn't watch He's it. a freak, man. He's a freak, dude. First offensive drive, he was in there. He scored a touchdown, and then he had the walk-off Hail Mary touchdown. It's a damn shame that Johnny Menzel was hurt because it would have been Johnny Menzel throwing those passes. Who threw uh, it? We, Who threw uh, it? I can't remember the guy's name. Oh. Come on, fan. Sorry. On. You're the, what's the league called? Fan controlled football. There's only a couple quarterbacks that are really F- Quinn FCF. Flowers is in it. FCF. 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 Um, Quinn Flowers is in it, and DeAndre Francois were in it. It's um, I can't remember the name of the guy. It's the guy that Johnny Manziel was sharing time with during the first week. But uh, oh, okay, I remember seeing. It. I, I did watch some of the first highlights of the first game. I didn't. I didn't see Gordon, but I mean, I love Gordon. He's one of the best. He's good, man. One of the most physically receivers ever, but I mean, probably one of the most wasted talents of all time in NFL history, too. But I mean, yeah, he could have he could have been hall, he could have been hall of famer. He could yeah. he really could. Yeah, well, I mean, there there's a lot of guys like Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence He's, Phillips would have been great, but I think he murdered somebody. So <laughs> yeah, he died. He just he died too. Yeah, killed himself in prison. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that, that's pretty wasted talent too. I mean, for maybe like this generation, like there, I think everyone will remember Josh Gordon is like one of the God, man. I yeah. really wish he had a turned out. You know, had had a fall. Marcus Ross was up there. Vince Young was definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those guys, guys didn't want to. Feel like those guys didn't want to work. though. Gordon was just had, like, was that the same deal though? You don't want to do because the drug test. Here's the deal: the yeah, drug you, test. Yeah, you know yeah. when it's coming. You just have to smoke. Stop smoking pot for like what a month in advance or something. I mean, Le'Veon Bell was talking about it. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, no, I know. I put, I put it in the same category. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's just lack of effort. That's yeah. So same category. Lack of effort. Yeah. Lack of yeah. Uh, lack of want. Lack of drive. Lack of drive. Lack of want. That's I've always absolutely what, right. Somebody said there's no blunt worth millions of dollars. That's true. I don't know who said that. I think it was uh, Pat Forty. I know people hate Pat Forty, but I like Pat Forty. Shout out Pat Forty. Mm. Pat Forty. Like uh, this sounds like some kind of a Pat Ford. He he's a college basketball expert. Yeah, I'm just I I was be I was being a douche. I was like, oh, it sounds like something Nostradamus would say, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> true. Very very. So words to live by. Um, 
Yeah, man, we got a cool we got a cool show, which is funny because so Donovan and I got two things going on. One is this week is the first week for the March Madness bracket of the sixty. Would you pick thirty two quarterbacks? Yeah, thirty two quarterbacks. So Donovan picked what he thought was the top, the thirty two best quarterbacks in Cleveland Browns history, and he's going to release them on a bracket starting today. But but I wanted to switch it up. I wanted to do. Oh uh, well, I'm still doing 32 in the same format. I'm just wanted to do for Twitter purposes by group. So if y'all have ever watched like the FIFA World Cup or any soccer stuff or or any Olympics, uh, basketball Olympics, they do it by group, like Group A, Group B, so on and so forth. And then okay. the top two advance, and then you do Group B the next time. So what I wanted to do this week was Group A, if that's cool. Which is four uh, in a group, so one versus four C, two versus three C. Put them on Twitter since there's four slots, and then let those people decide too, and kind of do. That. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's just like a easy. great idea. And then thirty-two quarterbacks is too many to name on one podcast. Four would be the listeners would probably find that a little bit easier and better to listen to. I feel like. Oh, I thought four. you were releasing the whole bracket today, but you're you're only you only want to release the first group today on this podcast. First group today. Okay, well, let's talk about. It. Let's dive in. What's the first group? This is actually cool. The one. This is really a okay. Cool idea so wait, because we're doing first group before we do the Browns uh, draft. Oh, we're gonna. Right? Yeah, we'll we'll end with the draft. We'll end okay. With the, oh, cool, cool, do cool. you do you not want to do do you want to do the draft first so I don't steal your secrets? Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do the draft first. But this is cool because we, we Donovan and I have been planning this for a couple of weeks now, and it just so happens that we planned the week where the Cleveland Browns throwbacks are leaked. Um, so it's kind of kind of kind of lines up right, uh, you know, pretty accurate. Does anybody did anybody else think that they kind of look like the old Fubu jerseys though? <laughs> you saw it, right? Yeah, I they saw do it. a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. yeah but I kind of like it. Bit. Yeah, I like it too. I I owned a couple Fubu jerseys. Did you? Okay, so. I think I know I had one O five Fubu jersey, but. They were. I think like, they were all O five. Were they all O five? Yeah. I think they were. I think they were. Yeah. I had one that was. Uh. I don't know. I don't. I just thought they were cool. You know, when you're a kid, you don't really know. You just. You know. You just grab the cool, jerseys. Yeah. yeah, they look cool. You know. I think I had the Fubu jersey and the Fubu shoe. I. I you know. They're both from Walmart. I think I had like the Shack shoes too. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I had those. <laughs> yeah. Plus. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Let's let's go in. So so. So who gets the first pick? You. It's your podcast. Nah, dude. We gotta do it. We gotta do it right. Rock paper scissors for it. <laughs> oh, live there. Pop rock paper scissors. Okay, pop. Yeah, dude. Right, what? Let's let's okay, are we are we going on three? Yeah, on three. Okay, one. You're frozen up. You're frozen up. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you, just All go right, first. Dude. Just go. First. No, no, dude. No, All let's right, give it right. live on air. Rock paper scissors. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors shoot. <laughs> Rock. You won. All right, so I got the first pick. Okay. You won. Always Donovan, Donovan good good thanks for the tip. Donovan, for those that are listening on our much more popular MP3 format, that, <laughs> <laughs> Rock Paper Scissors is not the most dynamic contest for MP3 listeners. But Donovan came up with scissors. I came up with the rock. So I will be picking first. And for my first pick, I will be taking automatic Otto Graham, who was the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns from 1946 to 1955 with three championships under his belt and three MVP, three MVPs or four MVPs. Uh, no, three MVPs. Three. I'm sorry. Three MVPs. Looking it up right now. Three. Yeah. Three MVPs took the Cleveland Browns to the championships. All well, 
Yeah, nine seasons in a row, seven seasons. I don't know, something insane like that. Absolute Freak came from Northwestern. Um, was the leader of the, the, the what was it, the T formation, Paul Brown offense with Marion Motley, um, Dante Lavelli, Max Speedy. Um, there's not, this is, this is an automatic gimme, bro. The, the quarterback, the, the history of the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks, I feel like there's a little drop off. Um, you know, there's obviously some great ones, you know, Bernie Kosar, Brian Sight. um, you know, there, but Otto Graham, it kind of hits that next echelon, man. Do you know what I mean? You no, know, yeah, NFL hall right. of famer. This just, it's hard to find and replicate that kind of success. So I'm going to go with Otto Graham there. I'm going to write in my little list. Uh, yeah, I'm writing it down too. Uh, Otto Graham is your quarterback or your number one overall pick. Uh, mine is going to be Joseph Hayden Thomas. Joe Thomas. Off of the tackle. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, man. I had to go Joe Thomas. Uh, not the lean Joe Thomas now. Uh, the old, <laughs> which yeah, he looks better, but the old Joe Thomas. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so he, he's just – I mean, it, it, Joe Thomas is just a perfect off of the tackle, man. I mean, he uh-huh. had really no weaknesses to me in his game. Um, think about Joe Thomas. You're talking about, you know, a top five pick that lived up to the high battle of Wisconsin. A uh, yep. 10-time pro bowler. Only played 11 years. Retired a little early. My God. Uh, six-time first, uh, first-team All-Pro, uh, rookie first uh, All-Rookie team, the Outland Trophy winner. If you want to go back, um, three-time Big Ten winner, Browns Ring of Honor. He, he started every game, played every game. He's, the, he's the top ten offensive lineman of all time to me. He, and, and he was going to be my next pick. He was going to be my next pick. So oh, I'm, really? I'm, I thought you, I completely well, get it. Well, I know who you're picking next. It's pretty pretty easy, I think. Right? You don't know who I'm picking next. For those that don't know, so so Donovan and I are just doing. We should probably I should probably tell people we got so excited. Donovan and I are only drafting offense this week, defense next week. Eleven guys on offense. Eleven. So we're everybody. We're gonna fill. We're gonna fill out our starting lineup, and then we're gonna rock and roll on on our defensive side moving forward so uh, that's a great pick joe thomas is a great pick the reason he was not my number one pick is because there are some awesome offensive tackles left on the board you think you know who i'm gonna take who do you think i'm gonna take you want me to just you want me to just say it and see if you're right yeah <laughs> lou grows of the toe baby so not only am i getting one of the most reliable kickers in nfl history i'm getting a dynamic ohio ohio state graduate offensive tackle guy who was a member of the cleveland browns from 19. 19- 46 to 1959, then came back from 1961 to 1967, four-time champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, NFL MVP, NFL Hall of Famer. Now, there does this, this pick, he's although he's my starting offensive tackle, it does deserve an asterisk because Lou Groza stopped playing offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns, or he stopped starting for uh at offensive tackle in 19. 19- 71? No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm an idiot. 1959. So 1959, he stopped uh, playing offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. So that whole back end of his career, he just played kicker. So that is something to monitor. That is, you know, a little asterisk there. You have a kicker and a tackle, basically. So you kind of knock out positions like that. Well, Um, we're not not drafted kickers, but, I mean, are we? No, no, we don't need to do all that. Um, but he, I'm just saying, I was joking. Um, yeah, I thought Jim Brown was gonna be pick. Be a pick. <laughs> like I thought that was like pretty obvious. <laughs> no, oh, that's right. I th- I'm I'm an idiot. No, I. I well, I'm I, picking I, Jim I, Brown. He, <laughs> that's all yours, dude. Again, I mean, I mean, that's 
Yeah, go, I'll let you. I'll let you give a description. I'm, I don't need. I don't need to talk about Jim Brown. If you're, <laughs> I mean, it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, nine Pro Bowls, NFL champion, three MVPs, Rookie of the Year, five-time rushing champ, All-Decade team. Uh, he's one of the top fifty players of all time. Still, he retired in '65. Uh, so early. made, the, I made the Pro Bowl every year of his career, I think. Yeah, yeah, every year. Yeah, he finished uh, as a. I mean, he's just a mate. <laughs> Jim Brown's just a man. Um, and it's funny, both of my guys <clears throat> retired early, so I won't have this team for too long, I guess. Joe Thomas and Jim Brown, but I, I'll have him for at least eight years, eight, eight to nine years, and after that, I don't know. But yeah, he retired. You know, pretty good at uh, acting too. I, Bill made me watch some of his movies because he oh, was saying geez. how good. Bill's like, yeah, he's one of the best, most underrated actors of all time. <laughs> Really? So yeah. I watched some of them. They're pretty good. I mean, they're old as hell, but they're pretty good. <laughs> For that, yeah. Time. So that that's a that's a great pick. I the reason that I Jim Brown didn't jump off the sheet for me is because Character the Browns issues. do. There, <laughs> <laughs> there are some definite off field issues. That is yeah. that is for sure. Um, of course, his his spread and play girl makes up for it, though. Oh man, <laughs> look, see, the leg. joking. Delay. Just joking, just yeah. joking. Domestic violence, not funny. Um, but the reason I didn't take him is because unlike the quarterback position, the Browns have a very rich history of running backs. They have a lot of quality running, a lot of great running backs that are up there in the upper echelon NFL history. So I feel like I can get somebody later on that's going to be just fine in my offense. I, I feel okay. like the, 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 the drop-down from Otto Graham and Lou Groza is more steep than Jim Brown. But that brings up my next pick, and after this, I think you're going to have a hard time finding off the tackle. Dick Shafrath, another Ohio State grad. This is actually the offensive tackle that took over for Lou Groza. Once the uh, Cleveland Browns drafted Dick Shafrath, Blue Groza moved to kicker permanently. This is a guy that Paul Brown, again, with his Ohio State connections, deep Ohio connections, he drafted him, nicknamed him the Mule, um, was played for the Browns from 1959 to 1971, seven-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro. Um, what's not to like? So that that's it. I got my two bookends, bro. Yeah, and you're building that old line up, man. I like it. Um, like I said, the gap, I don't, you're going to have a hard time finding the next – I don't know what you're going to do from there. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. I know who I want to pick next. Then. I got to go with Mr. Miles Garrett. Really? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I, dude, hey, wait. We're only doing offense, dude. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, why well, don't I have? Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, I know. Who, I know who you're gonna take for the first pick of the defensive <laughs> side. Yeah, I should. I, I should get first defensive pick though, since I didn't get the first pick for the. Um, That's fair. No, nah, we can do that. That's okay. Fair. Okay. 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 So not Moscow. Man, I was like, I got my tackle, my running. But my can I ask you, Ed Rusher? Have I? Have I? Yeah. No shit. Have I? I don't think I've taken anybody you wanted though, because your first pick was gonna be Joe Thomas, right? Yeah, it was going to be Joe Thomas. And your second pick was going to be Jim Brown, right? Yep. So, so far, we haven't overlapped. Never thought about picking picking any of the guys you have. Oh, well, that's embarrassing because I thought I was – Well, autogram always said I thought about picking them, but, like, I'm going new school. Not too new. Well, we'll see. But, uh, maybe, right. maybe we Maybe I did, maybe we should have made it, like, the last 50 years or something. Maybe I went a little too deep. 
No, it's fine. When you, when I, you I, start, know, I know every player is like because I've researched it a little bit, but, but I mean, there's some, there's probably a few players I don't know as well. But um, but still, no, I was more referencing the fact of like you know when we when we start drafting guys that ran in the T formation offense. <laughs> and of course, Jim Brown. That was Jim, Jim Brown, Brown was yeah. forever. I mean, he's got an NFL championship. He doesn't have a Super Bowl championship, so he's no, yeah, he goddamn was. old too. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, I can't pick defense players. Sorry, I, that's my mistake. And I just said the S word on your show or my our show, I guess. <laughs> stud. Stud. Exactly. Um. Uh, okay. I I will go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Baker Mayfield. Um. At quarterback. No, you're not. Yeah. I mean, I think Baker Mayfield once all said and done, he won't be better than Auto Rand. Because he's not – I mean, but his stats going to be better. Cause he's You're going to take – Yeah, I'm, gonna go on. I'm sorry. He's the best quarterback available. He's better than Bernie Kozar. Better than Brian Sykes. Bro, my, my for those that are listening and not watching, my jaw is just it's dropped, dropped dude. I'm, you see, people think I like don't like Baker Mayfield that much, which is funny because I love Baker Mayfield. I just Baker Mayfield's so young, man. Like he's gonna be really good. It's just taking some time. He's gonna be a top five quarterback in the NFL one day, and he's gonna. He I'm might, so he could, shocked. He could be. A, he could be an MVP type guy. I'm not saying you're wrong, but he's he's not right now. And there's guys that have he's not, but he's just more talented. very impressive resumes that have taken the Browns deep into the playoffs. That I, want I, a little bit of respect there. No, but uh, and Kozar are the really like only other quarterbacks that are really just wowing me more than obviously Otto Graham. But you already took him. But, like Sype was great, but I mean, I'm looking at what Sype did. Like his numbers were good, but they they're not. I mean Baker Mayfield's gonna put. I up mean, his... I believe I. I think that there was a couple. And I don't. I don't even. Too. I, I don't like even Bill go. Bill Plum led led the NFL in passing yardage when he was with the Browns. There's just a couple guys there that I don't know. you know. I'm and going... again, we're talking about guys that you and I have rarely seen. I mean, honestly, Autogram, Jim Brown. We've only seen the highlights. To be real, you've actually watched Baker Mayfield from get go. So I get I'm that. I get Baker. that connection. Another weird reason that, Baker that... and Jim Brown and Joe Thomas on offense. I'm 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 happy about it. I like my I like what I'm doing, but here I'll I'll, I'll take I'll if you're gonna hand this to me I'll go ahead and take it. Give me Paul Warfield, baby. 1964 Cleveland Brown from 1964 to 1969, and from 1976 to 1977. I'm taking another Buckeye dude. This is my third former Buckeye, nice. but this is 100. percent I'll admit it, 100. percent But back in the good old days, the Browns would take Buckeyes, dude, because Paul War Paul Brown was the coach. Dude, actually. Paul Warfield was not selected by Paul Brown, but whatever. So Paul Warfield, not only was he a two-time Super Bowl champion um, with obviously with the Miami Dolphins, but he also did a lot off the field too. He was one of the first guys that really took it, stuck it to the ownership. And one of the reasons why you see these large contracts now, he left the NFL um, for one season because he went to the World Football League to the Toronto Northmen, which was actually – uh, we've talked about this before. The Toronto Northmen actually were never to be. They were the Memphis Southmen because the CFL, the Canadian government, wouldn't let the, that World Football League go into Canada. So it ended up being the Memphis Southmen. So it was him, Jim Kick, and Larry Sanka sticking it to the ownership. Um, and then he obviously came back to the Browns. So Paul Warfield, another NFL Hall of Famer. So, so far I've gotten three Hall of Famers on my roster, Donovan. Uh, all right. I, I mean, you're right. I've got, I've got 
three. He's about to pick another one. And then Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's all, he's not all famous yet. But well, yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, my pick is Ozzie Newsom Jr. Um, wow, that's a good one. That yeah, is a good one. Uh, and he's in the Hall of Fame as uh, yep. GM. <laughs> yeah, front office man and a player. But no, I mean, Ozzie Newsom tight end. I just want to have a safety blanket. And, you know, like Baker Mayfield has three tight ends right now. Well, now he's got one of the best tight ends of all time, Ozzie Newsom. One of the most physical players of all time. And really, like, I've actually – I know Ozzie Newsom before my time, but I've actually, like, went back and watched Ozzie Newsom. That was one of my grandpa's favorite players too. And just – he – I think it was 6'3", 230 for tight end back then. That's I mean, He was a monster, man. He was, like, one of the receiving – first receiving tight ends. Uh, he caught a lot of passes. Um, made four Pro Bowls, I believe. See here, all all eighties decade team, All American, obviously at Alabama. So, and you know he's really known for picking Alabama players with the Ravens. Uh, he was so two time champion as well. So, yeah, I'll go Ozzie Newsom. Give my quarterback a safety blanket. Dude, that's a really good pick because I don't really know what to do at tight end from there. But uh, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and take another wide receiver, Dub Jones, who played with the Cleveland Browns from 1948 to 1955, a three-time NFL champion, a two-time Pro Bowler. Dub Jones was actually draft. He was drafted by. I'll see. I don't. I don't. This like some weird Seattle team that doesn't exist anymore. And then Paul Brown, he, he broke like his clavicle or something crazy because Bill Willis, another former Cleveland Brown, tackled him so hard. Um, Paul Brown traded for him, moved into a defensive backfield. He sucked, was not good defensive back. So Paul Brown used him in the backfield as a running back. Well, he runs that, that tight T formation. He was such a good wide receiver that, and he was such a good athlete that he basically was the first flanker. A lot of people credit him for the reason why the wide receiver position even exists. Before him, your classic wide receiver was just an your tight end was just basically a tight end and a three point stance. So Dub Jones, who with Paul Brown's guidance created and invented the flanker and wide receiver position. You and Dub Jones, I'm surprised by your picks. I didn't know you were so old school, man. I like it though. It's different. Dude, how than can I you thought. not? It's different than I thought you would, would go. Um, Different where I, um, from what I thought you would go. Excuse me. Um, who man? Uh, all right, all right. Uh, look at my list here. Let's see what the, I'm sorry. The Miami Seahawks is who drafted Dub Jones, and then he played for the Brooklyn Dodgers before Paul Brown made the move to trade for him. So I I apologize. No, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Um, I'm going to get my facts straight. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, man, this is tough. Had I'm to going to go... the old Wikipedia. Uh, there's so many defense players I want. I forgot we're only doing offensive. <sighs> okay, I know who I want. I'm going to go with Alex Mack. Oh, damn, that's a good one. The center here. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, again, Hall of Famer. Maybe, probably not, dude. But I mean, that was maybe, my next pick. He started every game he's played in 180, I believe, 179. Excuse me, trying in front of me. Um, you know, I was playing with the Falcons now, but the years he had on the Browns are great. All decade team from 2010s. Uh, three time Pac 12 All American or Pac 12 first team, three time All Pro, six time Pro Bowler. So, Mia, he's and Cal Berkeley, you know. Gotta shout that out because my cousin Darius will want me to shout out Kyle Berkeley. So, yeah, shout out Kyle Berkeley, Golden Bears. But yeah, Alex Mack, <laughs> I got Alex Mack. That's a good pick. That's a great pick. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and take my center. I'm going to take Arch Hunter, who was with the Browns from 1956 to 1959, a very short period. He was drafted the third pick overall at a Notre Dame in 1954 to the Green Bay Packers, played off the tackle. Once Paul Brown got his hands on him, moved him to center, and this is the guy that led the way for that epic, legendary Jim Brown attack. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, that's an undervalued. Kind of. Kind of undervalued. Well, I mean, it's not as good as Alex Mack. But it's no, it's pick. not. I really thought oh. I was going to all right, this next pick might surprise some people too, but you know, oh well. Uh, my next pick is a current Browns player, Nick Chubb. What? Oh, so I you're mean, gonna go two running backs? Yeah, I go two running backs. That's pretty old school within itself. Yeah, see, I want old school vibes, but new players. <laughs> um, Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb and Jim Brown, um, running behind Joe Thomas and Alex Mack, and Ozzie Newsome who can block. Um, and I'm still building my whole line right now, but you know I got Baker Mayfield on the play action passes too. It's gonna, I mean, he has Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt now, and he's got Jim Brown and Nick Chubb. So I'm trying to build wow. kind of. What I'm, I'm trying, and I want Stefanski as my coach. <laughs> you know what? That's funny because I I have my team basically etched out like Stefanski would be my coach too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an interesting pick. I'm gonna get to go ahead and take a running back too. I'm gonna take uh, Greg Pruitt. You know, there's a lot of good options here. I could have taken Leroy Kelly, who's also in the NFL Hall of Fame. I could have taken Marion Motley, um, you know, the running the running back also in, in the realm of, of Jim Brown, um, has a, a, a belt full of championships. I, I could have went with Ernie Davis. There are a lot of options here. I'm going to go with Greg Pruitt, uh, someone who's newer, played with the Browns from 1973 to 1981, actually won a Super Bowl with the, the Raiders after he left Cleveland, uh, went to uh, the Pro Bowl five times, someone with a little speed. Um, was A lot of people remember him for how him being uh, electric at Oklahoma. I believe he was – he might not have been the first. Bill would, Bill would have a better answer for this, but he was one of the first African-American or black uh, All-Americans at Oklahoma. Um, but the dude's an absolute stud, and I'm going to go with Greg Prude as my running back. That's a really good pick. Um, and, yeah, he was – I don't know if he was the first, like you said. Bill would definitely I, know that. I, yeah, I, ha- I know it was way back in the day, back when they were having that, like he, the Big 8 and the SEC were having racial issues. So I just know he finished runner-up in the Heisman Trophy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do know that. Because I had to remember all the runner-ups in the Heisman Trophy for this trivia thing one time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, I'm gonna go with. Um, hold on one second. Let's see. This is tough now, and now we're getting kind of, kind of. Have you picked? No, I don't think you picked him yet. All right, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with a wide receiver. Um, I haven't picked one quite yet. I don't think. There's a couple wide receivers that are still on the board that I really like that I was kind of, kind of surprised they're still there, even in this two-person draft. I'm going to take – this is a weird kind of wide receiver to take, but it's okay because I'm going to take him for my value here. Josh Cribbs. I looked at Josh Cribbs too, but the problem with Josh Cribbs is that we ha- we remember him and we remember his highlights, but when he had that one season as just a full-on wide receiver, it was not – he was okay, but he was there. Were, there are if you look back, I think there. I think there are other. There are other. He was on my list. I just think that there's other options. There is for sure. Um, 
Hey, Beast at Kent State. I know you love some action. So. Yeah, no, he's badass. I have I haven't written down on my list. I just felt yeah. like that was me being. I, I feel like this list is already pretty biased for me, and I'm okay with that. But that would have been really biased. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he was on. The, he's gonna give me full position. I want a short field. Uh, I want to run the clock out a lot. I want a short field to do that with and still be able to score points. So I go to Josh Craig. He's one of the best kick returners of all time. He was on the All Decade team too. Plus, Which if I you go about. power with Jim Brown, you got the speed with Josh Cribbs. Yeah, and then Nick Chubb, too, kind of balanced more so. That's right. That's right. I, I dig yeah. it. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm doing. So I'm going to go ahead and take another homer pick. Abe Gibron, a guard from Valparaiso. Went to Valparaiso hey. University. <laughs> he actually transferred out of his uh, his uh, freshman year to go to Purdue. Um, but uh, that's what I'm going to take as my uh, – Interior offensive lineman. Actually, oh, you know what? Oh, can I change my pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too. Give me, give me, give me Joel Batonio. Oh, damn it! I'm gonna take Joel Batonio. I want Joel Batonio. Yeah, I'm gonna take Joel Batonio. Already a three-time All-Pro. The other pick was too biased, bro. I can't take a dude from Valpo just because he's from Valpo. Yeah, is he the best Valpo player of all time? Fuzzy Thurston, bro. Fuzzy Thurston won a Super Bowl. Oh crap! And then Josh Keatley. That's right. That's how, that's exactly. It. Those are the rankings. Fuzzy Thurston, Super Bowl champion. Abe Gibron, who played for the Browns, <laughs> who I just I just learned his name like three days ago. And then Josh Keatley. That those are those are actually the rankings. You nailed it. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, totally right. Um, Oh man, let's see here. Oh, let's see. Do I do I need to give an explanation for Batonio? Already a three-time All-Pro, no, was drafted no. in 2014. I mean, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, excuse me, self-explanatory. I don't think you need yeah. to. I'm trying to look at my guys and see. Uh, okay, I know. I need. I need another offensive tackle. Yeah, you do. There's yeah. one guy out there that I wrote down. Well, and I, I know I, that, I I never watched this guy play, but I was just looking at his numbers and stats and his uh, uh, what he did in his career. And Mike McCormack, boom, off of the tackle. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, so I, I just saw he was a two-time champion, a nine-time All-Pro. Yep, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Carolina Panthers and Browns Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why he's in a GM for the Panthers. So. So the, the you you went about it a different way than me, but we came to the same conclusion, right? We, neither one of us have seen this guy play. He played from nineteen fifty four to sixty two, right? Um, but what I liked, like what I liked to do is I, I like to go back and look at like quotes from the time. Um, you know, full transparency. If anybody expects Donovan and I to go back and watch film from the nineteen fifties, you're utterly insane. Um, but it's pretty cool looking at like these quotes. Like Paul Brown has a quote where he says that McCormick is the best tackle he's ever seen which is a, talking about a guy who's been involved with every level of, of football and has been around championship football teams so even back then that's pretty darn impressive i mean this is a guy who at the time was a very large individual um and they said he clocked in at four eight i mean that's pretty unheard of for the era yeah that's right insane, that's yeah insane. so it, it's it's pretty cool you know when you ha- read all these quotes about people talk about how awesome he is how athletic he was how strong he was how intelligent he was so it, you know and then again he blocked for jim brown was a part of that legendary offense jim brown gets a lot of credit as he should but there was a lot of talent in front of him and mike mccormick was one of those guys i think he was even a high draft pick too yeah he was 
Yeah, he was he well, he was a third rounder, which back then was the thirty fourth. That's pick like overall. a first rounder or a second rounder, yeah. So like a second yeah. rounder, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So um, good pick. I like that. That was the, that was gonna be my offensive tackle. Sorry, um, my was the next one killing but... me. By the way, so if it looks like I'm crying, it's not because Josh is such a good podcast host. Because... <laughs> no, dude, my allergies in Chattanooga have been like insane. Like I don't know what's going on up here, but it's like different. Like this All place. Those... Is... I was going to say it was all those Southerners, but you come from Georgia, so maybe you're coming up too north. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, I'm going up north towards your way, dude. I don't know. It's, well, the Chattanooga is like a bowl, and it's like, you know, like it's the mountains. It's like the Smoky Rocky yeah. Mountains. Not Rocky, but Smoky Mountains. And do the allergies here. Like uh, yesterday, I was like literally driving. Sorry, side note. Um, listening to the killers crying in my car. I bet like the girl that looked next to me was like, what the hell? Is this guy's really feeling like. No emotional kid, about dude. about Mr. Brightside, right? Now. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I love that you're listening to the Killers. Oh of yeah, I, I listen, listen to the Killers too. I, was, I love the Killers, man. It's one of my favorite bands. Listen to Sam's Town, great album. Every time I go to Vegas, because that's where they're from, I, that's what I rock to. Is, is the are they really? Band. Yeah, they're from Vegas, man. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Panic at the Disco. I listen to both of those. They're both from Vegas. So pretty dope. But, pretty dope. But the Killers are good. But yeah, anyway, um. Okay, Mike McCormack is the pick. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take another guard. Joe DeLamalure played for the Browns from 1980 to 1984. Most people will remember him uh, as a, an integral part of the electric company, which led the way for O.J. Simpson bef- before he was at the Browns. Still was in the Cleveland Browns ring of honor, I believe. Was a six-time Pro Bowler, eight-time All-Pro. The awesome part about Joe DeLamalure is that when he retired, he came. he played arena football like 10 years after he retired. Like I, maybe Damn. I'm exaggerating, but it, he retired and then came back to play for like the Charlotte Rage of the Reno Football Team, for, like you know a weird amount of time time after he retired, maybe like four or five years. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Um, great player, also a Michigan State legend. So I feel like the interior of my offensive line is stacked, homie. What's his name? What's this guy? Joe Joe Delamalier. Delamalier, I've never yes. heard of in my life. <laughs> he was actually at he was actually at the Tuttle Crossing Mall with the good people that we work with at Playboy Inc. Kevin and the boys. Uh, he was supposed to be signing autographs before the COVID situation hit. I was all ready to rock and roll with Michigan State helmet to get signed before it happened. I was looking looking my hardest to find a Charlotte Rage helmet. Um, he was a guy that was very involved after he retired with the NFLPA and all that. I think he was just borderline. Basically, he's just a guy that just basically gets bored when he's uh, after he got retired. But yeah, he he's a very. Uh, from my understanding, he's a very cool guy. That's what all, that's what Kevin and all of them tell me. Um, and he plays yeah, hard. He, he played guard. He he's, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 1973 and was basically the the headlining act for the Electric Company, which led the way for OJ Simpson. And then he was the Browns, kind of in the pinnacle of his career. Um, so by then he didn't. He only went to the Pro Bowl once and was only an All Pro. I think he was an All Pro twice, um, or maybe I have it the opposite way around. But he, I'm, I'm looking it up now too. Seven years after he retired, he played for the or Charlotte Rage in 1992 of the Arena Football League, which I think is just so funny. The Charlotte, I, I kind of like that team name, but right now it's dope. I just, I just think it's funny that you know because you've seen Arena Football games. There's not like NFL Hall of Famers come play no. for Arena Football leagues very often, and that's, that's one. Yeah, that's random. Um, just you know good. that you know that that's awesome too. Um, like I said, he was he he is still very much in the game. He does public signings all the time. Okay. If it wasn't for COVID, um, he would have been in Columbus a couple months ago. 
Well, hopefully things will be uh, things are opening back a lot. So hopefully maybe you know we get that back. But uh, yeah, um, man, it was hard to not, not go with another running back. Now I see what you mean by all the running backs. Like I'm there's gonna, a lot. Yeah, there's so many, but I can't get. I don't need another running back. Literally, I have two running backs already. Um, I can't. I mean, you can always you can never have enough running back. I guess. What what positions do you have left? Because I only have two positions left. I got some linemen left, but all right, right now I'm gonna go with a kicker, Phil Dawson. <laughs> Um, no, you're not drafting. We're not drafting kickers. I'm drafting a kicker because there's only 11 rounds. How many people do? You, how many dudes do you have? Well, yeah, there's 11 you have to have. Are... You have to have two positions left. Oh shit! Yeah, right. Because um, you have you have to, two I've running had... backs. So okay, so let, let's let's. All right, I'm, a, I'm, only, I'm only gonna go with four lines. <laughs> no, no. no. Okay. So let, let's review our roster. So quarterback, I got Otto Graham. You have Baker. Running backs, you have Jim Brown. I have Greg Pruitt. Yeah, I can go one receiver though, right? Or do I have to go two receivers? Sorry about that. I don't care. I don't care how you do it. You just gotta have eleven guys. You can go whatever, uh, but you should have uh, you should have five I'll, linemen, right? I won't go with Phil Dawson. I won't go with Phil Dawson. I won't go with Phil Dawson. All right, I'm gonna go with John Greco instead. John Greco? Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be your guard. Yeah, dude. He's gonna be my dude. Guard. You can have Abe Gibron, bro. I want John Greco. All right, <laughs> you, do, you you do you, man. I you like do that. you, John Greco. What's wrong with John Greco? He's no, he's no Abe Gibron. <laughs> uh, he's John, no, he's no Valparaiso graduate. Which yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Gibron's transfer, but I like John Greco. I think three time all Mac guy. You know, Ryan, Ryan Ring just commented. He's talking about us going. Our roster's going six and ten. I got to respond to him. Say suck it. My roster's not going six and ten. I'm sorry. Um, now you, might. you you like a little team speed. I like team speed. No, quit. Yeah, all your players are like <laughs> I mean, like besides what are you Joe talking Bar- about, dude? I have <laughs> I have Josh Cribs, Nick Chubb, and Jim Brown. <laughs> I got Greg Pruitt and Otto Graham. Otto Graham could wiggle. He played basketball. I don't. That's I think true. He played, Otto Graham that was play. what he was. That's what he was known for. Was that his little, his right, little well, spinning move? The John so Greco. A, I'm going. I just really like John Greco. <laughs> Paul Warfield was fast too. No, Paul Warfield was fast. I just really liked John Greco. So I'm going John Greco. I don't care what anyone says. I like. He just. He's Ohio. He's Youngstown. He's Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Oh Toledo. yeah. Baby. He's Ohio. He's. Ohio. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's not I a bad thing. Like John, I love John I Greco. Like, I feel like John Greco is kind of like a, a, a mini like hometown legend. For for y'all up there, right? Sure. Even though he's not in the Ring of Honor and he's not Hall of Fame, he never made a Pro Bowl or anything. But he's he is a good player. He played with Alex Mack and Joe Thomas. Could also go with the uh, could also go with Joe Andrusi. Andrusi too. They have that continuity. I think he's gotten some uh, ACL injuries. You know he had, but we're not doing all that. So I'm I'm upset that you think my team is slow. I wish I had the forty time for Dub Jones from the fifties. Damn it. Your team's not slow. It's just compared to, they were all hand time compared to mine. I mean, your team's slow, dude. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take my tight end, and this is another. I was. I was really upset you took. Ozzie. He's gonna pick in Joku now. That's it. No, dude. Slow. I'm gonna take. Yeah, because I need a speed. Speed. I'm gonna take Milt Morin, who played but for the Cleveland good. Browns yeah, from good. 1966 tonight. I have no idea. I'm full transparency. I've never seen Milt Morin play, but I know he was with the Cleveland Browns from 1966 to 1975. He was a two-time Pro Bowl, and this is my favorite fact about good old Mitt. He may be the worst negotiator of all time because when he got picked up by the Browns, he went to Art Modell's office. Art Modell said, 
what was your major? He said, education. He said, how much would you be making as a teacher? Six grand. Armadale said, we're going to pay you six grand. That, oh, that to me, what? is the... <laughs> Armadale's a snake, dude. Hell yeah, rest he is. So, not, you know, rest in peace, but whatever. But he, oh. Miltmore probably is one of the few tight ends that has some Pro Bowls underneath his belt in Brown's history. So I feel like it's probably a good pick, even though I know very little about him. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, I got my pick. All right. Dang, man, I really don't want to make this pick because he's not a, like a great Browns player yet, but he's on the Browns and he's a great player. Odell Beckham. <laughs> that counts. You, no, you mean, know, yeah, is that count. that's your pick? Yeah, that's my pick. So are, you, mean, are you done taking wide receivers? Yeah, I'm done with receivers because like Odell Beckham, and Josh Cribbs is enough. And if if I don't, you know, Odo Beckham's probably gonna get hurt. Whatever, I'll just run the ball. <laughs> I'll throw to Nick Chubb. <laughs> I think that's a that's I have a good all the pick. Stills. Yeah, so. I'm surprised that you didn't pick Jarvis Landry. That would have probably been my next pick, just because of he's been a Brown. He's he's yeah. he's had some accomplishments as a Brown. Odo Beckham is obviously the better wide receiver. If we're looking at just overall talent, he's probably one of the most talented wide receivers in the Browns history. But he hasn't had that talent in Cleveland, if that makes sense. It'd be like saying OJ Simpson's the best running back in San Francisco 49ers history. That's probably, you know what I mean? Like, well, right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I think Jarvis Landry would have been a good pick. Gary Collins um, would have, I, to me was also a, a good pick. Um, that's a guy who was uh, a two-time pro bowler and was a, a key receiver in the offense from 1960 in the, the late, in the late 60s. Um, you know, someone that even I, you know, you grew up as a Browns fan, even you recognize that name. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's that's probably where I would have gone. But OBJ, you know it's that, hard to argue against that. You know, Ranker. No, you're right. Ranker. dot uh, com has Odo Beckham ranked higher than Milt Morton for the Browns. Yeah, I need a tight end. I need a tight end. <laughs> Plus, Just saying. No, you're right they, though. But their rankings are kind of off. Didn't, though. <laughs> see, I, I have to go back. I have to go back and look because I, I haven't looked they, at it in a while. Ranker, I mean, they, their rankings are. I mean, they're pretty good. But uh, hey, I mean, when Morin when Morin moved from tight end though, didn't he was the one that he was one of the tight ends back in the day? It's him and my next pick. I'll go ahead and take my next pick too. My okay. second tight end. I'm gonna take Pete Brewster, who was also a tight end in 1952 to 1958, made two Pro Bowls. But both both him and Morin, when they were done playing tight end, when Paul Brown said that they sucked, they just moved him to inside linebacker, which I think is such a cool thing to do. That is pretty <laughs> cool. I need another. Oh yeah. Okay. No. Sorry. I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Just moving to inside linebacker. That's like some high school football stuff. Yeah. No um, shit. That's right. That dope. Um. Let me pick. I don't think you picked this guy. Yeah. yeah, you didn't pick him. Doug. That's it. My team. Doug. Gone, dude. Doug Dyken. Doug Deacon, dude. D- Deacon, sorry. Doug Deacon's the play-by-play announcer right now. Yeah, Doug Deacon, not Dyken. I thought it was Dyken. I really tried so hard to not say Dyken, but it is Dyken. It's not. It's not. It's Deacon, not Dyken. Hey, not. listen. No one's gonna butcher a name worse than I butchered uh, Victor Dmukg. Yeah, whatever. Oh, the dude from, from Duke last week. Yeah. All right, Doug Dyken. Deacon. Doug Deacon. 
He played for the Browns every year of his career. I did not know that. Yeah, um, yeah. That he's like a Cleveland legend. He does. He does the radio for him. Yeah, I know he does the radio. That's kind of what I know him for. I didn't even know he yep. was that good of a player. Honestly, <laughs> um, Pro Bowler. You know, he only made the Pro once, but he's in the uh, Cleveland that, Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't really know. Like as far as like his his accolades, I know that there's a series of linemen. Um, back in that era, you know, Dan Fike was one of them. Um, well, he he made. He only made the Pro Bowl once, but he also yeah. was an Iron Man. Uh, he played every game. Is he? I have Joe Thomas. He played every game. I got Alex Mack. I got McCormack. I got Deacon. These guys don't miss games, and that's. I just want productivity and longevity. That's what I got. I'm happy about this team. John Greco is my only bugaboo. You know, he is kind of doesn't fit with the other guys. Dude, shit, dude, I'm looking at my roster and I have like one dude that's played in the last 50 years. I know. Should we have, should we have put a, <laughs> no, should we have put a, no, should we have put a time limit on here? No, you chose those players. No one asked you to pick Lou Groza over Jim Brown or, or, you know, Paul Warfield co- over oh no, Josh Cribs or Jarvis Landry. <laughs> you did that. So. I'm co- I'm comfortable with it. We'll put we'll put it up on Twitter. We'll put it up on Facebook. Have people yeah. vote. Go at uh, it. Ryan Ring is still making sarcastic comments about why we didn't take Terrence West, Isaiah Crowell, Braylon Edwards, Dwayne Bow. You know, there's a lot of Browns Dwayne players. Bow. <laughs> Who is this there's guy the, commenting? Dude, I, there's so <laughs> many Browns players that I absolutely love that were not good. Uh, Travis Prentice being one of them. Gerard Warren being one of them. You know, the the, the list goes on and on. I've got, you know, uh, was it James Jackson, the running back from Florida? I think I have like one of his, his action figures. He was supposed to be good. You know, uh, Charles Bentley, he didn't even play a snap for the Cleveland Browns. He was a big free agent signing. Um, Jeff Garcia, everybody in Cleveland was about, so excited about that signing. He ended up sucking. Garcia, dude. I mean, the list. Ooh, goes- speaking of Garcia, he's on our bracket tonight. Actually, is uh, one of the seeds. Oh, yeah, I, so. I bought his jersey for five dollars one one day. Did you? Wow. A long time ago. Wow, five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's recap. So your quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Yes. My quarterback is NFL Hall of Famer Autogram. All right, you win that one. Okay. Your running back is Jim Brown, NFL Hall of Famer Jim Brown. Yes. Mine's Craig Pruitt. You win that one. Okay. My receivers are Paul Warfield, Hall of Famer, Dub Jones, Milkmore, (laughs) and Pete Brewster. I have Nick Chubb as my alternate kind of guest guy. Um, Ozzie Newsome, OBJ, and Josh Cripps. I, that might be a tie. No way. What do you mean? No way. You know, but because Paul Warfield is a Hall of Famer, so him and Ozzie Newsome ax right. each other out. And Dub Jones invented the position. He was the first wide receiver. <laughs> okay, that's true, but he's not better that, than Odo Beckham. Dude. Has to be some. There has to be something there. Has to be has to be some street. Credit All right, there. him and Odell Beckham were uh, squashed. Then that's even. All right, all right, fine. You win. You win. <laughs> you got me. My, on you got me on the line. I think though. I think so. Joe Batonio, Joe Delamalore, Lou Groza, Dick Shafra, and Art Hunter. 
Which, by the way, I have autographs of three of the five. No, that's four a, of the five. I have autographs of four of those five. That's a good one. Mine is Joe Thomas. It's fantastic. Joe Thomas and uh, Doug Deacon. Doug Deacon. <laughs> John Gre- Greco. <laughs> Mike McCormack and Alex Mack. So, I mean, it's pretty close. There's some good pick. Yeah, it is close. Yeah. It's close. I think I – I don't know, man. I got Joe Thomas, so I think I win. He's better than all your linemen. Like Who? He, Joe Thomas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe Thomas is the best offensive tackle. Yeah, that's the best offensive hey, I got the best. The I got the best left offensive tackle in Browns history, the best center in Browns history. Yeah, I think that's fair. But the other rest is a wash because I don't know. John The John Greco pick. <laughs> so whoever made fun of that pick is funny because I was like, I know someone's going to hate this pick. John Greco. I just like I just love John Greco, dude. His name's John Ryan, Greco. Ryan commented. He said Don James got the modern team. The modern team? Yeah, dude. My team's too all my lose. We're gonna put oh, this up yeah. for vote. I'm a I'm a goddamn lose because all my team all my players are goddamn. Well, if we put it up right now, I'll win because it's like ten o'clock at night. But if we put it up like tomorrow at noon, you might win because some of your followers. If we old. put the if we put the check, like if we print it out and put it at like Golden Corral or something, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, I have Jim Brown, I have Ozzy Newsom, he's old, and I have Mike McCormack. I never even saw Mike. I mean, I've seen Jim Brown, obviously, Ozzy Newsom, Mike yeah, McCormack, the highlights, never, yeah. Never seen. Well, Mike then McCormack. technically, you've seen Mike McCormick because well, yeah, they played there at the same time. Yeah, that's true. the thing too is we remember those highlights. We we've seen all these players play, but we've seen them. In, and highlights where we're focusing on Otto Graham or Jim Brown, which is or really funny. Deacon, Deacon, I've never, I mean, I've seen highlights of him probably in passing, but I've never like yeah, been, for put, sure. on some, been put on some Deacon <laughs> tape. On yeah, the, the, Brown, the Browns had a very, they, there was about a 20-year period where I would say in the 70s and 80s where there was always guys that were very, they were very solid players. You know, Kevin Mack, um, Ernest Biner, Doug Deacon, Dan Fike. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, a couple defensive linemen like uh, you know Jerry Ball or uh, Michael Dean Perry. Um, you know, where let's say these guys that Cleveland fans recognize. Maybe if you talk about the grand scheme of football in general, they didn't really make the mark. Um, I would compare it to like when we're talking about Ohio State football and we talk about guys like. Like Jalen Marshall or Cardell Jones, most people don't remember those guys, but Buckeye fans do. That's kind of like what Dick Deacon is in a lot. The Browns had a good run where they were very good, and some of those guys kind of stuck there. Yeah, I can see that. I see <laughs> Ryan's got jokes, dude. What is he saying? He's like, I think we got some recency bias here with Don James Sports. A lot of gambles. He said Josh Keatley is trending with the seventy plus males. <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yeah, all this, yeah, he's right. I wonder. Will we get our defenses next week? We'll kind of see, like, because I already know what I want my defense to look like. I know you I, said Miles Garrett. I, I, yeah, and our former uh, guest TJ Ward might be in the discussion too. Yeah, he will be. Let's see, yeah. he will be um, in the discussion. There's he's a, got. You know, I remember playing with him in Madden. He'd always get up to ninety nine. TJ Ward. Like, you know how those players just magically get up to 99? Oh, yeah. He was one of them. <laughs> He'd always get up to 99. It doesn't matter what. I literally would wait till he got up to 99 and then trade him. Sorry, TJ. Uh, <laughs> trade him for, like, draft capital. Or, King's like, Ransom. Better, better players, yeah. 
with not many players better than TJ Ward in his prime now. I'm just saying he was really good. Um but yeah, all right. I got well, all right. I don't know if we're finished or or is Ryan still making jokes or <laughs> I like this guy. Ryan. I like that. That's that's what we're basing the podcast on. Hey, is this over or is Ryan still making no, jokes? No, no, not over. I just wanted to go to the quarterback stuff if, if not, because No, yeah, let's rock and roll on the quarterback stuff. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll tweet out these rosters, get a yeah. vote, and then we'll move into move on to our defensive team. Okay. I think you did win, though. On, I think so. But if it wasn't for Baker, May, if you would have slid in, here's the thing, though. You, your, my roster is too old. Your roster is perfect, but you got you should have slid in Bernie Kosar or Brian Seip at quarterback, and then you should have found Joe like Joe Delamalier is not too old. You could have slid him in at guard instead of. Uh, John Greco. John Greco. Yeah. Other than that, your roster would have just – it's going to smash mine as far as voting goes. People – Browns fans love Baker Mayfield, though. Pete, Browns fans love Bernie Kosar more. The, really? Bernie Kosar? Yeah, dude. He's a national treasure. He and is, ha, if he you've is. met – have you met Bernie Kosar? No, but I've heard I've – I've, oh. I've known people that met him that everyone loves that guy He's so the much. coolest dude in the world? Yeah. I met Baker. If that makes you feel any better. <laughs> he's cool too, but he's kind of like too cool. Like he's not like he's almost like you can't have a beer with like Baker Mayfield at the bar. Like you might be able to, but probably not. Dude, Bernie Kozar. Bernie is like loves at the bars in ball. Isn't he like at the bars in Cleveland still like hanging out like all the time? That's what I've heard. I don't know. I've I've only I've only met him in Columbus at a couple events. <laughs> Okay. But he he's always very talkative, super nice. He was actually involved with the Tampa Bay Vipers front office of the XFL too. So he's still he loves football. He's just he's just a football fan, and you can feel it when you talk to him. You can feel Bernie it when you're on his social media, all that all that stuff. I yeah. just think ba- I think Baker's gonna be better than Bernie. And I mean he's I don't know. I, I mean Bernie's great though. Oh, I mean yeah. I mean it's Milt Plum. I could have went with or Vinny Testaverde. He was Milt too. Plum. Milt Plum would have been a good one because he led the NFL in passing. Was Brian Browns are still very good. Vinny Testaverde. I don't that 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 one would not. I don't think that one, he's in the discussion. Okay. He he was basically the dude that took over for Bernie because Belichick hated Bernie. I don't know if there's necessarily. I don't really know. I, but maybe I'm wrong. Convince me. I don't know. I just don't remember his his career being. I remember him being a journeyman, Vinny, uh, and I remember him being really good at Miami, and I remember him having a very above average NFL career, but not anything good. I remember him being very similar to his career trajectory being very similar to that of Jeff George. Yeah, pretty much, and because he made the Pro Bowl a couple times, and he had a really like couple good. He had some great like top five, top ten quarterback years, but like the rest were just like. Fitzpatrick, like he, I mean, or whatever, yeah. or Jeff George, or whatever, you know, um, type of deal. The journeyman, uh, he played for like eight different teams, I think. Vinny Tessa, Bernie, yeah, and there's Kyle nothing Moore. wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I don't, you know, Bernie Kozar was a Cleveland, he, he, and when Belichick got rid of him, he went to the Dolphins and the Cowboys, and that was kind of the end of his career. That was the, you know, the sadness. Vinny Tessa, Bernie was bouncing around his prime, very much like, uh, you know, Kent Graham, of course. Vinny Tessa, Bernie is in the Italian Sports Hall of Fame oh. and the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. Well, he's probably in the college. He's probably in the college and football the, hall of fame. Oh yeah, in the college football. Well, yeah, he, he won a Heisman. This, trophy, yeah. He did it. He won a Heisman. I know Gina Toretta did, but I didn't know Vinny Testaverde did. Yeah, Vinny won the Heisman '86, dude. Yeah, see, I get those Miami quarterbacks mixed up because Toretta won it too. 
Yeah, Gino Torino. He was Italian. He's in the Italian Hall of Fame. I don't know if he actually is, but he should be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not even Italian. He's like, you're pronouncing he's, the name wrong. He's from, some, from Zimbabwe or some shit. <laughs> Zimbabwe, yeah. Exactly where he's from. All right, so the quarterback, the fr- this is Group A. Um, okay, Group A. Okay. Can I ask, Auto- how did you come up with these 32? Did you just. I, you, I, I asked people around, and I, I went to a lot of different websites. There was like eight or nine different references I have, and I w- made a list, kind of composite list, like added all those numbers up of the top-ranked quarterbacks and went through there and added them all up. Kind of like 247 does at the high school scores. They add rivals and all these different websites and just add the numbers together and kind of see where it goes from there. Cause I haven't watched every quarterback. So, I so how, how did you come up with the seeds? That's how, I, that's how I came up with it. That's um, how you came so up with the seeds as well. Okay. Yeah, I so didn't know Auto if it was Gram, random. Auto Graham was like consensus number one on every, like all the websites I went to. So he was oh, really? the number one seed. Yeah. So he, so he's the group a number one seed. Um, the 32nd quarterback was Deshaun Kaiser. So it's Auto Graham versus Deshaun oh, Kaiser in the first round. <laughs> That's the first round pick. It's Otto uh, Graham versus Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, but you got this is March Madness. It's like the 16 seed versus the one seed. Like we know who's gonna win. Like you know, like so. so I think it's 16. Me, they get 16 seeds won once. And, and, you're and telling so, me that some some website had Deshaun Kaiser ranked as the 32nd best quarterback in NFL history or in the Cleveland Browns history. Uh, he actually. Let's see on this website. I'm looking at his 33rd. He's 33rd on one. He's 51 on another one. That makes more sense. Um, He's 27 on another one. I don't have them all in front of me. He's 27 because he's he's in between Trent Dilfer and Mike Tomczak. Jesus Christ. Mike Tomczak's on that list? Mike Tomczak's 28. Wow. I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Buckeye fan, and Mike Tomczak was here for, like, what, a blank That's of what I'm eye? saying. Once you get past, like, the top 10 Browns quarterbacks, it's like, all it's bo- it's booty. It's straight. That's why I took autogram first, dude. It's straight. There's booty. a there's a list where Brady Quinn's number twenty four of all time Browns quarterbacks, and there's a list where he's 52, 53, Excuse me, behind wow. Deshaun Kaiser, which is kind of crazy. I, mean, Quinn, little, I think I think yeah. Quinn I think Quinn was a little bit better than Deshaun Kaiser. I would agree, but because I mean, he had I mean, he only had twelve touchdown passes. Jesus Christ, that's horrible. Ever his whole career, he only had twelve touchdowns. Um, but anyway. That's the number. Let me see. What, what, let's see what Kaiser had. Um, real fast. Uh, I don't want to move on too quickly. Um, Kaiser Deshaun. He's from Ohio, of course. Toledo, another Toledo guy. Central Catholic High School. Um, he had eleven nice. touchdown passes, so one less than uh, Brady Quinn. He had three thousand passing yards, same as Brady Quinn. Completion percentage fifty three. Brady Quinn's fifty four. So yeah. So wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a second. We're comparing Deshaun Kaiser to Brady Quinn. Who? What, tell us what the poll is, because right? Because you said it's four. So because it's not really autogram versus Deshaun Quinn. Kaiser. Quinn is a four seed too for a later day. That's what I'm just right. saying. So so people can kind of get a a feel for like who's going to be a four seed, who's going to be a one. And I think of it like March Madness. You got Duke versus Quinnipiac or whatever. Like right. So yeah. Quinnipiac. I don't know, man. I just made up a school. Uh, no, so, I don't. I have no idea. Or Val Valpacero. You guys are good at basketball, though, dude. Valpo. I I know it. I know what's it. That, what's I, that kid that went there, Bryce Drew? Yeah, something like that. I don't He's know. That coach. was the, the, I, if you're a football, if you're a high school football player, don't go to a basketball school because you when you go to the parties, no one's gonna care. Oh about yeah, it. dude, that's a big basketball. Okay, so autogram versus Kaiser. 
Still salty. And then number two versus three is Kelly Holcomb versus Jeff Garcia, which is a okay, 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 okay. Okay, so, so the, now remember, you're not releasing this as it's when you release the poll, it's all four against each other, right? Yeah, but there's going to be, I'm going to pick the top two winners. They're going to advance just like it does the soccer. The soccer that, group oh, does. really? Yeah, so, but, it, but it's the top two out of out of Otto Graham, Deshaun Kaiser, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia. Yes. Okay. Who do you th- who do you think's gonna win? Well, obviously Otto Graham. I'm saying, but who's gonna be the second one? Obviously, Otto Graham's gonna win, but who's gonna be the, the, the second quarterback? Garcia or Holcomb? It's hard because it's not gonna be Deshaun. Kaiser. It's hard <laughs> if you look at what they did in Cleveland or what they did in their career because Jeff Garcia, it's very much the Paul Warfield argument, right? In order for me to play, take Paul Warfield as an all-time Cleveland Browns wide receiver, I have to factor in what he did in Miami. If you factor in what Jeff Garcia did his entire career, and that counts in San Francisco, that counts in Philadelphia, then it's very much Jeff Garcia. Um, Garcia replaced Holcomb too, which is, you know, another thing to look at, I guess. But that—that's the question: is—is is if, but, 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 but Jeff Garcia did not have the most electric career as a Brown. Holcomb and was Kelly, better, and Kelly Holcomb took took him to the playoffs. So I, you that's know, why I, put, I don't, I don't, I don't think Holcomb was better. I'm just saying. That's why I put Holcomb as a two seed, and Garcia as a three seed. Gun to my head. I guess Jeff Garcia. I think Holcomb's gonna win, um, but we'll see. I guess I don't know. It's it's just interesting because Jeff Garcia has accomplished so much more in his career. That's true. I just think. Well, so how long was Kelly Holcomb in the end? Because Jeff Garcia was only with the Browns for one for year, two thousand four. Yeah. How long was Kelly Holcomb there? Kelly Holcomb was there from twenty, or excuse me, uh, two thousand two to two thousand four. Two thousand, yeah. Two, okay, so he was there for four years. Yeah, four years. So you have to take, with, I don't. Here's with the Colts. Here's with the Colts first is Peyton Manning's backup, and then then he went to Buffalo. That, it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard because Kelly Holcomb sucked. He, Jeff Garcia was the more talented quarterback, but Kelly Holcomb was the better Cleveland Brown. Do you remember Holcomb played for the Barcelona Dragons? I used to watch the World League. Holcomb played for the Barcelona Dragons? Yeah, man. No way. That's where he started his career. No way. NFL Europe, yeah. Was it a ra- – oh, my God. NFL Europe. I loved NFL Europe. Do because they Remember they had NFL Europe on Madden? Do you remember that? Of course I, used I to, do. I used to always play the Barcelona Dragons or the uh, Rain Fire. <laughs> well, you know, so – And the Claymores. Fact, the you know that's Claymore. not uh, – when, when, when he played – and nineteen, if he because he played in nineteen ninety four or five, right? Because he was in the I'm NFL sh- for I'm a long sure. time. I'm not sure what years he played in. I it had to be. To. It had to be before then. Back in them days, it was the World League of American Football. It was not NFL Europe. Back in those days, the World League of American Football had teams like the, the they still had the NFL teams like the Barcelona Dragons, the uh, London Monarchs, which is where the Garrett brothers played um, before the one became a coach. Um, and then, but they also had American teams like Ohio Glory, and then um, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to, you know uh, I think there was like a San Antonio team. There there was a couple other teams that were in America 
as well. Oh, oh the Raleigh Durham Skyhawks uh, was one of them. Um, but there was teams in America as well. And then in 1999, 1998, you'd have to double check. No, it was probably sooner than that. I don't know. Let's look it up. Um, but eventually the NFL, the NFL Europe was created because they're like, well, we don't need these. Let's just send it all over to Europe the, the, to try to get the, the European fan base. So that's when NFL – so it was World League of American Football, and then it was NFL Europe, and they just carried over a lot of the same teams. So let's see here. I don't know. Let's see here. This makes for great radio, by the way. Yes. In, ni- in, 1998, yeah. in 1998, the NFL Europe was, was, was announced. And so they still kept all the European teams – but there was no more American team, so it was, a, it was technically a different league. Mm. Yeah, that's I, when I, okay, that's when Adam Vinatieri and uh, Kurt Warner both played for the Amsterdam Admirals, along with that white wide receiver for the Packers. That I can't remember his name, but he played with the Packers for like eighty years. Schroeder, I think his name was. Who was that played for the Packers? Who did you say? He was some big white wide receiver. He played for the Packers and the Lions oh, for forever. He wasn't good, yeah. but he was in the NFL for forever. Schroeder, Schrader, I think his name was. Schrader, was also, Schrader. yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. He was on the same team as uh, Kurt Warner and Adam Vinatieri, which was like the most dominant NFL Europe team. Oh, it's going to piss me off. I don't know his name. Is it? But yeah, the B- NFL Bill, Europe. Bill, Bill Schroeder. Bill Sch- there you go. Yep, yeah. there you go. And uh, the NFL Europe teams were dope too, because like you said, the, the jerseys were cool, the logos. Yeah. Were, you had the Rhine Fire, which is where Terry Terry Crews played for the Rhine Fire. I like the Claymores too; they were dope. The Scottish Claymores, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of who played. For, I can't remember who played for them. Um, Akili Smith played for, and Alex Van Pelt coached Akili Smith was the offensive corner for them with, with the Frankfurt Galaxy. They always had a dope stadium. Um, yeah, there was a couple. Awesome. Yeah, there was a couple studs like guys that were like really badasses in college that that couldn't quite make it that went over to europe i can't you know pepe pearson from ohio state played for the rhine fire um i, I can't remember who else i don't i, I don't i don't think tommy maddox is over there mm, no, i don't think so maybe yeah, i think uh, I, I think i'm confused with the xfl because tommy Maddox in the xfl yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure which play. I mean, I watched it, but I'm not positive. We were so young when that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got the, I got the football cards though, dude. You can get those World League of American football cards for cheap. You get the Garrett brothers. John Kidna played a MVP. He was MVP over there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But do you remember the Garrett brothers? Jason and what's his what's his brother's name? Judd? Jason. Mm, Something I, stupid. <laughs> Some Texas name, yeah. Yeah, but they both went to they both went to Princeton, right? Yep, they did. Yeah, they both played for some stupid World League of American football team. Oh man, I'm looking at uh Jake Del Holmes. Good over there too. Uh-huh. All right, we're making for great radio now. We should probably shut it down. Do you have anything that you want to add? No, man. Uh, I'm gonna put this up. Auto Graham versus Detroit Kaiser. <clears throat> oh Jeff yeah. Versus Kelly Holcomb. Um go vote. Like, share, follow all of our stuff on Browns Wire. Shout out to Josh for getting the uh, gig. At Book did Wire. I announce that? Did I announce that on this podcast? Oh well, I just did for you. My bad. Did, I don't know. <laughs> did I say it at the beginning? I don't. I don't remember. No, if I said you the beginning said it like pre-show. But I don't think did I? Know. I get the the pre our pre-show conversations and our show conversations. I've been drinking one together so bad. Uh, 
whiskey tonight. So no, I meant to say it. Yeah, you can follow me now on Buckeyes Wire. Donovan, I, I I think that I don't think we brought it up yet on the show. I think it was a pre-show conversation, but yeah, I will be writing for Buckeyes Wire. We're getting to get we're gonna get a podcast start on that. Um, that network, I'm very excited. I already got my first article out about Brian Sneed and how he, the you know, the former Ohio State transfer, um, has had dominated for Austin P. Um, last week in the Ohio Valley Conference, broke the FCS record for most rushing yards in the first in, in one quarter. Um, then I wrote my second piece today about the Jalen Pace uh, preferred walk-on. Orlando Pace's son has announced his commitment to Ohio State as a preferred walk-on. So look for my stuff on there, man. I'm, I'm very excited. You know me, I love talking Ohio State football. So. That's half the reason why I know that crap about the world, the world league and NFL Europe because I'm chasing those cards. So, but you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keeley sixteen. Please give us a like, listen, and review. Um, that's how we get uh, noticed. Donovan, where can they follow you at? What you got going on? Oh, I finally put my hat on here, so it's at Donovan Sports. Hell yeah, it's the same. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Appreciate All right. it. Have a good Perfect. night. Appreciate it. Good night. out. show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service, without all the drama. And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details.